to a Healing Peace podcast. My name is Kimir Baker. We have a treat for you. We ask the question, how do women respond when life or people hurt us? The remainder of this podcast is on this subject. Also, just for our podcast listeners, we are providing an assessment that identifies where you are in dealing with emotional hurt. After you listen, give us a podcast review. Take a picture of it and email it to free at ahealingpeace.com with the subject review. Once we receive your email, we will send you a link for the assessment. Let's get started. Glad to have you back. We are plugging away. We on our fourth installment of this wonderful series in terms of how do women respond when people or life experiences hurt us. Yes, in the previous episode, we just talked about hurting those who hurt us, which is tied with today's topic in the sense of tied in response with today's topic. The other way that we respond when we are hurt, well, it is pushing people away. As I say this, you may be thinking, isn't pushing people away the same thing as shutting down? Mm, Well, shutting down, I'll tell you, it first involves no longer engaging in life events. That's shutting down. It is avoidance. Pushing people away is an additional step in that avoidance. Not only are you trying to avoid the conflict of the person, but now you are shutting them out of your life. Bye, Felicia. Bye. Here are some of the reasons why we push people away. We shut others out due to fear of being hurt, being taken advantage of, or being disliked. We feel unworthy to possess positive relationships, you know, that self-sabotaging, and we don't deserve to be loved or cared for. Some is going to push you away. We do not trust others, which include their motives. And I'll tell you, those who have been hurt a lot, ooh, that trust. It's hard to trust somebody after all that. We may feel guilty for hurting the other person during conflict. And I was just watching a TV show the other night where a couple was like, one person in the couple, she was like, I hurt you. And her response was, okay, I don't want to be near you anymore because she was so consumed by the hurt that she caused the person and she couldn't bear being around them knowing that she caused that pain. Another one is we may feel uncomfortable being vulnerable too quickly in the relationship. You know, you got that one person who's doing all that talking. And you'd be like, mm, I ain't about to tell you all my business like that. No, I ain't. But let's look at a person in the Bible. Because you know how I say I love my Bible. Of someone who pushed people away. This person, would you, I may surprise you. This person is David. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. Surprise you. I'm going to talk about his story after he killed Goliath. Saul recruited David to be in his army. He was in the Lord's army. Eventually, Saul hated David. He just flat out hated him. He hated how prosperous he was. Everybody loved David. He was like, "Uh, I'm about to kill you, David. 
And so, yes, he did. He tried to kill David many times. And David responded, being reasonable, hey, I'm leaving. I'm fleeing. Wow, I'm fleeing away from harm. In David's flight, he became destitute and desperate. He deceived the priest by explaining away his individual travels. He also went against Jewish customs and ate consecrated bread because he was hungry. That was bread because he was hungry. These actions later cost the priest's life. Fear for his life once more, David acted insane before the Philistine king. David was alone and fearful. During this period, we see David shutting people out to spare his life. He was not truthful to the priest because he was afraid. And he was not honest with the king, the Philistine king, because he was afraid. And I'll tell you guys, like David, I feared for my life. As I shared in the introduction, I endured a traumatic childhood. I had a, a parental union who took out his anger on us. If he had a bad day, we all had a bad day. Because of his abuse, I lived in terror. And I definitely didn't want others to know I lived in terror. So what did I do? I pushed others away. I became fearful that they would see my truth. I didn't want any more harm to come to me. I knew if they found out, I'll be accused of being a snitch. And we all know what they said about them snitches back in the day. But years later, the abuser left my house. I'll tell you, I was I was grateful. Even though he left, I continued to push people away. I didn't trust him. I definitely didn't want to get close to people. I assumed that eventually they would hurt me as well. You see, the parental unit came in our lives and initially was a genuine loving person. But over time, that changed. And I didn't want any repeats from that, where you think they're safe, but then after a while, they're not. So what did I do? I kept people at arm's length away. Unlike my behavior, David, he didn't continue to push people away. Picking up in the story, 1 Samuel 22, we see David escaping to a cave. While in the cave, he possibly wrote Psalms 57, 140. And Psalm 142. And in these Psalms, we see David crying out to God. He was overwhelmed. He asked God for deliverance. David also praised God as he clung to God's loving kindness. As time progressed, David's family and all those who were in distress and discontented joined him. David became captain over him. Pretty soon, the prophet Gad informed him, hey, it's time to lead a stronghold. It's time to return back to Judah. And as I share this story, it's essential to see that God did not allow David to push people away completely. God actually brought people to David. And I believe that God did this because he had a purpose and a plan for David's life. God did not allow David to develop a sense of unworthiness 
or to stay stuck in his faults. Instead, God said, hey, David, you got a kingdom to build. It's time to go back. Since David responded in this manner, he grew spiritually for God. And I'll tell you guys, the, the sad part about pushing people away, it it really does affect our growth spiritually. How so? Well, we may no longer allow God to use people to help develop our character. We may no longer seek input from others on spiritual matters. We may no longer participate in our church community. We may emphasize our faults and feel unworthy to possess a relationship with God. We stop being vulnerable and assume others will hurt us in the same manner. What I just described, unfortunately, I did the same thing for years. You know, doing my church events, I made sure to keep the topic on everybody else. Ooh, was I good at deflection. When it came time to discuss my spiritual walk, I shared about the goodness of God rather than my spiritual journey. I definitely didn't allow others to give me spiritual feedback. I shut them out. And since I was pushing people away, you know, God being God, he intervened by sending strangers to keep me on my path. One such time, I remember I was contemplating taking a new challenge at work by, you know, trying a new job position. Ladies, I was fueled by fear. I was about to not accept the job. But then one day, I was talking to my family doctor, and she stated simply, God was providing me with the great opportunity. All he asked of me was to walk the journey that he was providing. I listened to the advice, and God surpassed my expectation at the new position. God demonstrated his sovereignty despite my tendency to push people away. And I'll tell you, unfortunately, when we push others away, it makes it harder for us to find the right supporters in our journey. As I say that harder, David, he protected himself initially by keeping a safe distance. He even acted kind of crazy a little bit because he didn't want to be harmed. And the outcome of that was that, man, he pushed people away. He shut them out because he was trying to protect himself. And as I share this, not at all am I suggesting, please listen very clearly, I am not suggesting that you stay and remain in harmful relationships. No. David fled for his life. It is okay to flee for your life. But what I'm calling and challenging us with is that there are certain people that God places in our path, like that Gad, who believed and saw our goodness, who can help us through our emotional journeys. But finding those people take time. Don't rush the process. And I encourage you, there's a great book on our website, ahealingpeace.com. It's called Boundaries. And there's another book on there called Safe People. They're both written by Kyle and Townsend. Please pick them up so that you can learn what those people look like. Because I want you guys to feel 
uh, encouraged and specialed and strengthened. And that's why I'm here telling you all my business because I knew, I know the importance of finding those safe people. So again, I am not at all suggesting to stay away from those who harm you. Please do that. Take an example of David. He got out. But what I'm also suggesting is allowing the right people in your life to help you through your journey. Again, go pick up those resources from healingpeace.com so that you can find the right people and be meshed with those who believe in you and want to see you do good things for God. And I'll tell you, as I said before, God constantly has done this in my life and he reminds me not everyone is trying to hurt you. All right, now, please, as I said before, leave us some feedback, share your thoughts with us, go to healingpeace.com, pick up those books, and really look at, again, how God wants to be with you in this journey. He wants to use the right people to help you stay on that journey. He wants to breathe his goodness in your life. Come back. We have more to discuss. This concludes our podcast. Please go to healingpeace.com for the workbook and to leave us feedback. Don't forget to write us a podcast review. Send that email to free at healingpeace.com.